Hey there, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, powerful agents. It's Coach Bill Pipes coming at you as always, alive, excited, full of energy. Welcome back. It's been 30 days since we've seen you. Hope that you're just on fire and massive momentum and squeezing everything that you can out of this wonderful market that we're in. So here we are, real success, you know, real agents, so sharing with you real strategies for real success that you can duplicate in your own business and in your own life. And I got a question for you. How you been? You been kicking butt? You been taking names? Have you been implementing some of the strategies that we've talked about on some of the previous calls? I hope that you are. I just want to, you know, sort of reinforce all change occurs from action, guys and gals. All change occurs from you getting uncomfortable, getting into action, and putting yourself in situations that normally you wouldn't. So I hope you've done a lot of that here over the course of this last 30-day period. Today, we have got an incredible treat. Um, I've been looking forward to doing this, this interview since we really started the Real Success interviews almost a year ago. And here's why. We have today one of the most powerful coaches in the entire nation when it comes to real estate agents and real estate training. Uh, my good friend, Yvonne Arnold, who I'm going to introduce to you in just a couple of minutes. And you're going to get so much incredible information because Yvonne is known as the no BS coach, which means she calls it exactly the way that it is. And I think we need more people in our lives like that. You know, what I notice is a lot of us surround ourselves with men and women who tell us what we want to hear. And the challenge with that is if everyone's telling us what we want to hear, no one, there's no confrontation. And with no confrontation, there's no opportunity for growth. And I know that Yvonne, who has a heart of gold, um, who truly has compassion and, and totally cares for every single person that she, she coaches and every single person that comes to our events, um, really takes not only what she does very seriously, but she's also willing to be bold and have those conversations in our lives that no one else is. I know she and I have had some of those. So as we get started here today, I just wrote some stuff down. Um, I wrote down that really there's two types of human beings that I've come across in all my years of being involved in real estate training and personal growth and development. And that is there's people who say, I'm going to figure this out on my own. And that's definitely one model to follow. The challenge is it takes you massive amounts of time. Uh, massive amounts of frustration. You expend a lot of energy. Whereas the second group is the group that I, that I really think we see doing incredible things in life. And those are the individuals that say, you know, I don't want to have to figure this out on my own. I want to find people that are already succeeding and I'm willing to put my ego aside and be able to actually just duplicate what they're doing so I don't have to reinvent the wheel. And see, that's our goal at Tom Ferry, your coach. That's our goal with every single one of the coaches is how can we collapse your growth curve so that you can experience success at a faster rate and that you don't have to go through so many ups and downs and highs and lows that we can get you from point A to point B as quickly as we, as we possibly can. And so today, what we're going to be talking about is how do we develop longevity in this business? What are the top agents doing to be able to not just be here for a year, gone the next two? But to, to continually every single year improve, increase, increase your production, and no matter what happens in the marketplace, because we're going to talk a little bit about the market. I, I do believe that we got 18 to 20 months of this market before we start seeing some type of a correction, the next global you know, crisis, if you will. But I don't want anyone to be scared. I want you to be excited about that. And especially after today's call, I think you will. Um, a really good friend of ours 
Gary Vannerchuk. I'm going to give a big shout out for Gary V. Crush it. Just an amazing young man uh, who we spent a lot of time with. I asked him, I said, Gary, what is it that you notice causes someone to be massively successful? And here's what he said. He said, Bill, most human beings are making decisions based upon this next six month period. Like what do I need to do right now to be successful in the next six months? What do I have to do right now to reach my business goals for the next six months? Which is, you know, definitely short term. And I know that we're all working, some of us like paycheck to paycheck, trying to do whatever we can, commission check to commission check. But here's what Gary said. He said, the people that are truly crushing it, that have, you know, gone from one success to the next, that their business continues to grow. They're making decisions based upon what's going to happen in two years. So as we have this discussion today, I want you to think long-term. See, I believe every single one of you is going to be in the business for the next 10, 15 years, right? And, you know, really every single one of you, if you really use some of these principles, there's no reason that every single one of you couldn't be making a million dollars a year in real estate. I promise you that. I'm looking you dead in the eyes right now, right? This is my promise to you. If you have the right strategies, if you're following the right system and you have the amount of accountability that you need in your life. So that's what today's about. What are the changes we got to make to have longevity in the business? And who better to do it than our wonderful, amazing, beautiful guest, Miss Yvonne Arnold. Yvonne, say hello to all of our wonderful viewers out there in Real Success Nation. Thank you, Bill. Hello, everybody. Kind of exciting right now. I'm a little nervous. I don't get nervous, but this is a little nervous. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you nervous, or if so, what, what's that commercial? You know, you never see, let them see. Never sweat. let them see a sweat. Never let them see a sweat. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Yvonne, let's, uh, let's do a little quick little introduction uh, to the entire Real Success Nation out there. So uh, your name's Yvonne Arnold. Um, how long have you been in the business? I have been an active realtor at Remax uh, for 21 years. So since 1994, I joined my husband uh, and he was there since 92. So Excellent. Now, you've got a, a sort of a, a long history, though, in real estate. I mean, it, I didn't, <laughs> I mean, it isn't just those 21 years. There's, there's like, how long have you been around real estate? I've been around it all my life. Um, my father built homes. He was a custom home builder. Um, my brother is 14 years older than me. And when he left to go to the Air Force, I was three. He came back, uh, got his broker's license in California, opened up a real estate brokerage here in uh, the Inland Empire. And I started answering phones for him after school when I was 14. So that was a really interesting time because you know how we track leads now and we have Boomtown and Follow Up Boss and we have all these things to track return on investment and all that. Um, sorry about that. We, um, we basically back in that day, I was 14 and I'd get into the office and I'd get the penny saver and the newspaper and the magazines and I'd get the scissors and the tape and I'd cut out the ads and I'd tape them to a notepad. And then I'd answer the phones and I'd say, where are you calling from? Where did you see our ad? And I'd put a little tick mark next to the penny saver, the newspaper. And then I'd turn that call over to an agent on the floor. And I was tracking where their leads were coming from. Did and you, so- you were the original ISA. Do you I was the that? original ISA. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. You're the original ISA. We got her on the call. Yay. Awesome. So, and that's, you know, and so think about it. A 14 year old can do that. How come some of our coaching clients can't? <laughs> so. pretty, pretty amazing, isn't it? Hey, yes. Here's what it is. You knew no better. You didn't, I knew no you better. Didn't, you didn't have any type of the programming that uh, a lot it of It was my did. job. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in and did it. So I did that, and then I was in escrow and title uh, for about 10 years um, when I graduated high school. And, um, and then I went to work in real estate. 
Excellent. Um, how long have you been coaching? Because I mean, for those of you for those of you that don't know, Yvonne is arguably one of the best coaches in the nation. Oh, okay? thank you. I That's mean, like thank really, you. really the feedback that we get from all of our clients and just your reputation and your brand is so strong out there in the industry of real estate. So how, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been a coach? I've been coaching for Tom for seven years and um, just about seven years. And then I coached with Tom. So um, Kate Fairchild was my coach for um, since uh, 2006, I think it was. So a couple years in coaching and then I became a coach. And um, yeah, and then of course, you know, you're my coach, Debbie Holloway's my coach, Tom's my coach. So I, I get the benefit of, of accessing um, all of your knowledge, which is fabulous. You know, it's really interesting here, Yvonne, is that people think that the coaches sometimes don't have coaches, you know, that when oh. you get to this point, but, uh, you know, I know for yourself, you said you got four or five coaches. I personally have, have six coaches for every area in my life. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, the more people that I interview, the more, and outside of real success, you know, just in, in general business, they always have some type of a mentor. They always have someone guiding and them holding them accountable. Now you're mm-hmm. known as the no BS coach. Right. I mean, that's yeah. your that's your tag. How did Tom you get christened, that? Tom christened me that. <laughs> so um, basically, um, it comes from a very directness that I have, and and some people don't take it well. But when they get to know me and they understand, it comes from absolute concern about the industry, the the realtors in the industry, their life, and and that we have to up our game and up our skill set. And so I believe directness is the easiest way to do that. And I kind of cut through the BS. I love it. Yeah, you don't waste any time. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that about you, that you really don't waste any time because it is so valuable. Um, you're still in production. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you coach like 20, 30 uh, top agents. 20 people right now. I was up to 36 at one time. We're down to 20 um, because, uh, you know, I'm doing real estate as well. So last year, my production was 36 transactions. Um probably 85% of those were listings and um, at a GCI of about 409. Um, and uh, that was in California. And then we also, my husband's also licensed California and also a broker up in Idaho. I'm licensed in Idaho as well. So he just actually started, opened up a little brokerage up there, uh, Arnold Consulting Inc. And um, so we're, we do a little bit of both. Um, most of what he does up there is development, um, subdivision, and construction, building houses, spec homes, and then investments. So that's one of the things we'll get into on this call is diversification of your portfolio as a realtor. We've always kind of looked at real estate as working for tips, believe it or not. It is the money coming in that gives you the ability because you can make as much as you want and it gives you the ability to to invest in other places. I know um, Tom did an uh, interview with Kurt Kessel the other day and Kurt's a perfect example of somebody who's done that with his life and diversified it. And um, you have to, you have to think about our business and real estate as it's a total ways to a means and, and you can really take it and do anything you want with it if you're working it right. I love it. You know, I, I know we're going to get so much traction on this. Real estate is working for tips. I, I mean, that's just fantastic. I'm, ha- <laughs> I'm hashtagging that even though it's a long hashtag. Right? You know, I have fun with that. Um, you, you know, it's, it's interesting because I, I really do believe that uh, in, in, in people, and I choose to be around people who um, walk the walk. They do what, what they're teaching. And I'm looking at your office right now, and I'm noticing a couple of things. The desk is a stand-up desk. Yeah. Right? You've got this, your- this is my home office, by the way. My my 
office at the office also is my staff is at stand-up desks. I'm at a stand-up desk. So yeah, it's all that way. So this and is you, home office. You got all your motivational stuff around you, your numbers. I love the numbers up there as well too. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, and, I, and you and I didn't talk about this in advance, was how do you manage it all? I mean, you're yeah. coaching 20 people. Um, that, and for those of you that don't know, that's like almost a full-time job, right? You're yeah. selling 36 homes. You guys are developing properties up in Idaho. I mean, you've got so many plates that are spinning. <laughs> give, us, give us a tip on how, how you have found to manage it all and still have a life. You guys still have a life. Oh, we have a great life. I mean, I, I am a no whiner. I love my life. And, um, I, is there room for improvement? Always, you know, um, is there things that we shouldn't be doing? Yes. You know, but it, it's, it, I do have a good life, but you know, John and I are, are fortunate. We, um, we have the same goals and as a husband and wife and working together in a business and all of that, as you know, um, if you have two different goal sets, it's a little difficult. Yeah. So, um, so, and we're, we're apart a lot too, you know, so we do sacrifice. We don't get, we're not like he's in Idaho and he has been, like I came home a week ago and he stays up there. He'll be back Saturday. We do the thing like you do with Marcy. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of travel time. There's a lot of time apart. That's the sacrifice. Um, but to keep it all together, I am a, I'm a crazy woman with a calendar. So my time management skills is what saves me. And it's what I also teach um, a lot of in coaching. If you aren't living by a calendar, I'm not exactly sure that you're, you're being the best, most effective with your clients, with your family, and with everyone around you. Because um, you can't remember it all. I mean, I'm 50 now and I've been doing this a long time. I know I can't remember it all. So I... Every night before I go to bed, I'm looking at the calendar to see what's the next day's holds. Good. Every day, I'm looking at the calendar constantly. You know, my coaching calls are set. Um, I coach all day Wednesdays from 6.15 in the morning until 5 o'clock. Um, and if you think about that with coaching, um, and I want people to get a perspective of, from the coach's perspective, what it's like, I'm literally getting into 11 or 12 people's business in one day real estate businesses. So I'm helping somebody run 11 or 12 businesses in one day. It's fatiguing. Yeah. So, it's you know, it's, it can be exhausting. It exactly. And then you go into your, then you take your coach hat off, you put your real estate hat on and you're doing your real estate deals and you're doing your own prospecting and you're following up on your own deals and taking your own listings and doing your own buyers. And, and it, it requires time management and the way we are able to take time off because we have a great life is because I plan for it. You know, you just, you just plan it and it may, you make it happen. Execute. So what I, what I heard in this was number one, um, you have different segments, you know, like you, you plan out, okay, here's my coaching planning before that you have the, here's my, you know, like when I get done with that, I put on the new hat, right? I plan out like, what's my real estate day going to be like, mm -hmm. et cetera. It's, it's that whole thing. I, I remember Tom and I having conversation and it was a Sunday and I, he said, he called me and I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm doing the same thing I'm sure you are. And I, I said, well, I'm planning out my week. He goes, good answer. Right? <laughs> so, like, like, you know, yeah, I got it right. Um, 
but you know, like I noticed that that great great leaders, great uh, agents, great salespeople are very very good and deliberate, and they're intentional about everything that they do. So that that really reinforces it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I want to hop into, and you know, our goal is for for real success nation for all the people that are listening, is that they walk away with like three actionable items, three things that they can do. And in this case, we want to talk about longevity in the business right now. Markets are hot pretty much all over the nation. You, are you noticing that? Like, pretty- yes, but with a caveat. Um, we're starting to see a couple of little shifts. So I'm going to jump right in and say the first point of action, you should be absolutely analyzing everything in your market right now. You should be looking at everything days on market, um, checking prices, what's the, what's the changeover, what's happening, because I have a feeling, and we're starting to see it in some luxury markets, some uh, resort type markets. We're starting to see, as we know, getting into an election year. Yep. I use the line all the time, election years, money gets conservative. No matter whose money it is, liberal or conservative, the money gets conservative, period. And you'll see a pullback no matter what happens in the political world, that's how it affects real estate. So that's the big thing that's gonna shift. And so start watching days on market. We were talking about um, creating your own inventory. People are saying, I can't get my buyers anything. The market's so hot. There's no active listings, no inventory, and we've got buyers. Well, create your own market and inventory. By going in and looking at days on market and taking those buyers to everything that looks overpriced, that's 100,000 over what they're looking at to buy, and if it's been on the market longer than 90 days, get them in those houses and write some offers. Don't be afraid to start negotiating. It's time. Excellent. Excellent. So, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, looking at the trends, if you look at economic trends, everything points to a 2017, 2018 mm-hmm. correction. The S&P yep. 500 is due for one. Um, you look at, you know, major economic cycles, you know, that, you know, like we're, we're, everything's looking at 2017, 2018. So here I am. I'm an agent. I've, I got in the business these last couple of years. I've, all I know is this market, right? You know, where it's just been going up a little bit, which reminds me of like 2004, 2005. I mean, we were, we, we and I were both in the market that time. Um, how do I develop? So number one is I'm going to, I'm going to watch the market. Okay. I'm going to watch the market and based upon that, make changes. So what are some changes that is assuming that we will see some type of correction? What are some of the changes I can start making right now? To, to be not just surviving when the market shifts, but to be totally kicking butt and taking names. When everyone else is, is bitching, complaining, and moaning, right, that I'm the one that is, is totally dominating and grabbing market share. What could I do? Um, one of the first thing that comes to my mind when you ask it that way is add to your lead gen sources. Hmm. Um, it, what I'm seeing is a lot of top producers have kind of rested on their laurels of one or two lead gen sources. You know, to me, I, I, I kind of came up with this thing. I, personally, I've been around long enough where leads used to be hard to get. Okay. I think of the Glenn Gary movie, you know, it's like, it, it's funny because it was like, I want the good leads. You're not giving me the good leads. Yes. Now leads are like crack for realtors. I mean, I've said this before, you, you can literally buy leads on the street. I mean, it's, it's like crack. And yeah. so, and, and so when you can get in this so easy, the leads, 
the catch is, is that you get dependent on them now. So we have a lot of people dependent on solely majority of the business coming from Zillow, believe it or not. A lot of people do a ton of business in Zillow and they're not looking at their database. They're not looking at other lead sources or they're getting it all from past clients and sphere and they're not working any other source. So you, even the top producers or the new agent needs to add to those lead gen sources, expand and diversify across the board so that when the shift happens, you're not stuck going, uh Oh, I've got the hot potato and yeah. I can't get rid of it. And, and that's a big thing. So that'd be the first thing I'd say. You know, what's uh, interesting, Yvonne. I remember there's a, a person I used to coach in Nashville. Um, his name's Bernie and big shout out to Bernie Ellerani. I hope you're doing great. Um, and I remember when the market shifted, Bernie was so good at expireds. I mean, he was so incredibly good at expireds. And he, like, first year in the business, sold, like, 33, 34 homes. And all of a sudden, when the market got hot, because that was his primary source, he was left holding an empty bag, you know, and he had to, like, redefine, like, in the midst of one of the best markets, he was suffering and had to yep. redefine his business. So um, you and I both know that, that we focus on an agent should have five pillars of business, five sources. And there's, there's 21 different ways to, to generate business. But if you were coaching me, what would you say, and it could vary from person to person, but what are, are some of the primary sources that I need to have in my business to have longevity? Um, the longevity part, of course, is we always say past clients and sphere or your database. And, and I don't want people to get confused with database and past clients and sphere. The past clients and sphere or database that we talk about as a lead gen source are those sphere of influence and past clients you've done business with or the adopted buyers that bought your listings. They should be in, a, in a, some sort of CRM. I don't care what you use. I'm not going to go into that conversation. Yeah. But some place that goes with you no matter where you go, okay, in your market, and you have it. I've had a database of my database, my past clients and sphere for 21 years. And, um, and we've, we, we look at it constantly. We clean it. We're constantly checking it out, make sure that they're still active, they're still there. And... So it runs about 300 to 400 people, right? That's a good 20 to 30 or more transactions a year with us just incubating that, nice. okay? Now, that would be the first thing. The second source would be open houses. I mean, if you're wondering how to get an, a, a, an escrow or a contract written today, do an open house. Do it right. You know, I, I, I don't want any excuses from people say we can't put signs up in our area. You can do a lot of advertising without putting your signs up before an open house. So there shouldn't be any excuses of why you can't do a blowout open house in any market, any area. And they should be consistent. I did open houses every weekend for two and a half years. Wow. That was my gig. And I, would, I was the buyer's agent for the team. So I closed 40 buyer sides a year consistently. And, as, you know, and that was just where we did it. Plus door knocking. See, now I'm giving you ideas. These don't cost much. Okay, so if you're limited budget and if you want to last over time because you don't want to spend all your profit on lead gen, then you do these things. I'm a big proponent of door knocking. I door knocked for two and a half years, three days a week from nine to 12. I could hit 100 doors in a normal tract in three hours. And that was my gig. And because my husband was very frugal. And so I'd go, I need to do this mailer and I need to do this and I, we need to buy that. And he'd go, Tell me what the return on that investment is. What are you expecting to get back? And I was like, eh, I don't want to go through that trouble. <laughs> so I'll just go do this because it doesn't cost me anything. I don't have to requisition the money from him. Yes. So I did it the old school way and it benefited us because 
we are now very profitable um, in the business because of keeping the expenses low. And so now you get into the other sources. Uh, so you got past client sphere, repeat and referral, which I consider all one. Um, you've got door knocking, you've got open houses. Now you've got, you can get into, if you want to go after listings, you can get into any kind of landing page, Facebook ad targeting of listing leads, seller leads, uh, just the same way you can do Zillow, Boomtown, um, Facebook targeting of buyer leads. So there's all of that stuff. Like I said, you have to expand it out. The big catches is all, all of these, you have to have a program for each to do the process and consistently follow up on them. If you're not doing that, it doesn't matter what you do. You won't be successful. You got it. Consistency is the most, I, I'm going to just like punctuate that. Okay. Find the right system guys and then consistently implement it and have some blind faith. What's powerful about what you said, Yvonne, is these first three, okay, that is like fundamental. Fundamental. Get your basis set, right? Mm -hmm. Who was it? Spiker said this. He said, Chris Spiker, another big shout out to, to one of our great clients. Chris Spiker said, um, you lay the foundation with your tried and true, which you just gave us, you know, some components. And then you, then you place your bets on the more sexy technologically type of things. And I think people got it backwards they a did. little bit right now, you know, and, and I'm concerned, you know, I'm concerned for, for anyone listening because what's going to happen is when the market shifts, then all of a sudden you can't keep writing checks in nope. advance of the market. No, right? so, no, because, and, that, and you're right. And that's, that's the key to the longevity part and having a consistent business that's not a roller coaster ride. You know, it, one thing that I've seen over the years is I've seen a lot of agents make a ton of money in a hot market and then lose it all in the downturn mm. and then come back and make a lot of money in the next hot market and then lose it all in the downturn. And the saddest part about that is I've been around long enough to know and have gone to funerals of people who, realtors who have died broke, literally, I'm being 100% serious in this. They, they get in and they're just, they don't watch the money and well enough to hold them through those times when you're not going to have a hot market and then to actually be able to semi-retire or retire at 65, 70, 75. Um, you know, they come to us in coaching sometimes and they're 65, 70 years old, hoping that if coaching is going to be the magic pill to help them get one more year of, of income so that they can then feel comfortable in retiring. Yep. And that is not a position you want to be in. And anybody that's in our coaching program needs to hear this loud and clear. You plan now, like you said, and what Gary said, for five years, 10 years out. Um, six months from now is easy to plan for. You just hustle and you get it done. It's that long-term process of planning on what's your, what are you making now? What's that money you're making now? What's it going to be doing for you in five years? And, um, and we have a great job, you know, we have a great business to be able to make chunks of money that most people can never make and be able to say, okay, this is for my bills. Cause I know what, what my monthly nut is. And this, I'm going to go put in this little investment package over here, or this portfolio over here, or this little something over there, because that's my retirement money. And, or that's my passive income. That's going to come in at 4,000 a month, 1200 a month, whatever it is in five or 10 years from now. And you, know, um, you get the what, power. 
we're making a cardinal rule mistake in talking to realtor and real estate agents. And that is don't talk about money. Oh, you know, like don't talk about money. Um, you know, health and money, health and money. One of my mentors said, you can't ever talk about health and you can never talk about money. If you're in my coaching schedule, you're talking about money. (laughs) And I I am so grateful that we are talking. I mean, look, so I've, I've got, watch your money is what I wrote down. Okay. Like watch your money, save it right now. Be, look at the return on investment, right? I mean, look, look at what you're getting for the money that you're spending and, and ultimately keep more, right? The catch is, is what we've seen as we've seen downturns happen and then upturns happen. It's really interesting is that if you're paying attention and when we talk about shifts in market, you can, you can tell when it's going to happen. And when that spigot shuts off, it shuts off in real estate. And, you know, I've seen it now about three times. The first time I wasn't in selling real estate, I was young, but I was involved in the real estate industry with the family. The second time was the 90s. And, you know, when you're clicking along selling two, three, four million in volume in the first six months of the year, and all of a sudden in June, nothing happens. And for another six months, there isn't a deal you can put together. It's gone. And that's how fast our markets shift. So when, when you think about that, yeah, go out and splurge, you know, take your family on vacations, enjoy your fruits of your labor, um, but make sure you're setting aside a certain percentage right now in these hot times when we've got clients making, you know, 200,000, 300,000, 500,000, a million dollars in gross commissions. And they're, they're not quite grasping the fact of putting it aside you know? And, and so I talk about it a lot to my clients because many of them are in those categories. My average client is the average, um, gross commissions earned and my clients are about 500 grand. So when you're looking at that and you're saying, okay, your nut is this much, your expenses are this, what's the return on that $14,000 investment to Zillow every month that you're spending? I mean, literally we're, we're looking at all of this. You're spending $10,000 a month on your farm, Okay, how many deals are coming back out of it? What's that return? And, and what's the number of closings? And is your team converting? You know, mm-hmm. and so we're constantly measuring numbers and tracking and the money always comes into play. I love so. it. Good, good. So I'm just making a note of that. So analyze your spend. How, how much should an agent be saving? I mean, honestly, like what, what do you recommend your coaching clients? How, and where would they start? Because I mean, honest to goodness, yeah. Most, most agent, most, I, I can speak for myself. I mean, you know, like there were times where the market was great. We're buying all these wonderful suits. I'm watching people just buy like a couple thousand dollar suits in Southern California. They're driving the cars. They're, you uh, know. I, I love the era of the wrapped Hummer. That was really fun when we watched all these people have these big giant Hummers and they were all wrapped with the real estate stuff around them and their life size standing up and, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And where are they now? That's the big thing. Where Don't are they anymore. So where, where should we start? Where should we you start know, from a savings component? It's a tough question, but because when you're talking about that part of it, now you're talking about financial structuring and strategy. And so when you're thinking about when I can't say to you, hey, Bill, you should save 15% of this in this account because I'm not your accountant or your financial strategist. I don't know what your expenses are of family. If you have children, you know, I would guess that you should start probably at some sort of a, if you have children, start out with the 529 accounts for college funds, start out with some sort of future savings for them. That would be my first place 
I would put that as a priority and never touch that money in a downturn so that when you come out of it, you still have your kids, you know, future uh, yeah. saved. Then I would probably go into something where, um, you know, you have your planned um, expenses. So you know you have certain things. And I was just reading about this um, really simple little uh, book I read the other day. You have your planned expenses, which are necessities. You know, your, your mortgage payment, your, your insurance uh, uh, monthly fee, you yep. know, what you pay a month for insurance and all that. Then you have your unplanned. And unplanned includes co-pays for insurance. It includes... Um, uh, the deductible for an insurance. So if something happens to you medically or in an accident or a car or something like that, you should have money set aside for that unplanned copay and, and all of that. Yeah. So that should go aside. So we're talking about building these little savings areas. So it's not necessarily save this much in an IRA. It's not like that. Plus, if you've got, like John and I, we have investments and we have um, income, come, passive income coming in from other places. You know, it's a full strategy of where the money's being worked and how much you actually save in cash and how much is being used in to build more money. So again, get a financial strategist. You get to the point where you need that, you need to get some professional help. I, I would say to everyone, to your point, Yvonne, um, build a team, build that financial team around you. You know, mm -hmm. like you said, a financial strategist, your accountant, be, be in communication with them on a regular basis, it'll, it'll pay off. Um, Okay, anything else on longevity? Because I got like six things here to go and implement, you know? <laughs> anything else that you want to you tell us that you found with your top agent? I mean, because an agent selling 500,000, first of all, watch. Yay, Yvonne. I mean, congratulations to your coaching clients and to you for guiding them because the average agent made $39,000 last year. That's like the average according to the National Association of Realtors. Yeah. Okay. So My clients are rock stars. All of our clients are rock stars because they took the leap to get in. And then the ones that actually play, I mean, it, you know, I got Babe Ruth standing over here. Okay. So I got Reggie Bush's 2005 national championship oh, really? jersey from the Rose Bowl. I've got Reggie Jackson up here uh, from Mr. October. These guys came to the game and played, okay? I want agents to come to the game of coaching and play. And so when you get in, just execute on the ideas that your coach gives you and get used to the monotonous boredom. And that is, a, a, if you can, mental toughness of getting used to the monotonous boredom. Uh, prospecting daily or weekly or whatever your program is and schedule you and your coach have created for hours of power and all of that, um, it is the monotonous boredom that you have to get beyond. And you just have to think, you know, do you think that, you know, these guys, these sports icons liked going to practice every week or in every day? No, they, they wanted to get in the game, but they couldn't get in the game and do what they did without that monotonous boredom of swing and hits, hit, 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 hit. Okay, let's do it again. And they just did it. And that's what we have to understand how to do. That repetitious, monotonous board. That's that's the difference between someone that has longevity and that doesn't, right? Yeah. I mean that that they're willing to actually continue doing it, you know, even when they're going, gosh, this morning I wake up, I'm gonna make 15 contact. Oh my god. But they still do it. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was Hardy that said no, it's Tom said this. He said, um, the difference between successful individuals and those that fail is that uh, someone who is highly, highly successful, they found a way to do the things they don't want to do on the days they don't want to do it. Right. And people that, that, that are normal, they do the things they want to do on the days they want to do it. 
right? And so there, there's a big yep. difference there. Um, I always ask this to, our, to, to anyone that's a guest, and I want to thank you and just express massive gratitude for you being on this call. I'm, I've gotten a whole page of notes, right, that I've been writing. Um, I always ask the, the I, mindset. You know how important mindset is to me. It's one of, one of the things that I believe in more than anything else. Um, what is your personal mindset routine? Can you share, share with uh, Real Success Nation what your mindset routine is so we can rip it off and duplicate it, or as we say, <laughs> benchmark it, right? <laughs> you know what's interesting? Um, I don't know exactly um, that I have a specific routine, and it's interesting because I, I kind of was born mentally tough, I think. Um, I, I've always been a little bit like that, my friends would always say when I was younger, if, if you want to know how your dress looks or your shirt looks, ask Yvonne because she'll tell you. You know, it's like one of those. So, um, but I think what happens when you get up in the morning, um, you have to be already prepared. So, mine starts usually at night. So, like I said before, I'm always looking at the calendar. I'm looking at the future. What is, what's happening this week? What's happening tomorrow? Um, am I going to be in the right place at the right time? And so that's kind of my process of, of knowing what I'm going to go do. I mean, I'm kind of in the mode right now, like uh, cleaning my closet out and putting all black, tan, and white stuff in there. So kind of by being like the Steve Jobs, I, don't, I want a routine of what to pull out where because I don't want to have to think about it. So that's one of the, the routine things. But getting in the groove in the morning, having that morning routine is one of those things that I definitely listen to stuff in the car. Um, I listen to music, but not usually in the car. I will put on, I will put on my Audible books, um, Think and Grow Rich, um, a lot of different things from Laws of Attraction or the uh, Leadership from John Maxwell. I listen to that stuff, and even if it's five minutes of it, I do that. Um, I also do some sort of movement. I have a very bad back. I have a curved spine scoliosis. I wore a brace from my neck to my hips when I was a teenager. And, um, and so now at, at the older age I am, I have arthritis and everything else setting it. So I have to get up and move. Otherwise I'm like an old lady all day long. So I get up and I do some sort of yoga or some sort of treadmill, something. We have a workout room at the house. And then, um, and then I read something that has to do with positive affirmations, um, yeah. whether it's my yoga totally. books thing yeah. and and I'm always thinking positive I you know John and I are really um, protective of our our world um, we don't let negativity in we don't like uh, probably we have a, a very small circle around us of, of friends that we see a lot because of that reason we we keep it really tight with very positive thinking people and it's important to do that because who you are around is how you're going to be. And, and so I'm always thinking positive and going to the positive side. And I don't live in any kind of drama. So my, my big thing of the day is to avoid any kind of drama, even in our work. We, we take a deep breath when a drama comes up and we figure out how to solve it. And that's, that's how you stay consistent through time. So. Brilliant. Brilliant. You have been so nice on this call. I mean, honest to goodness, I'm like, if anyone I'm not knew, a bad like, person. no, of course not. Dude, kick them in the ass just one time, Yvonne. Come on, man. All right. Okay. So I'm going to leave you with this. Basically, if you don't get up every day and go and do what you know you have to do in your job that your coach is telling you you need to do, and you get to your coaching call, and they ask you, what are your hours of power? And what are, how many appointments did you go on this week? 
and you can't tell them because you don't know and you didn't track, the onus is on you. Yeah. Your yeah. defeat is because of you, not because of your coach. Get your act together, start tracking your stuff, because what we track and measure, we can duplicate, and you will have a consistent business no matter what the industry throws at you. So go out and get your shit done. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Okay. Hey, honestly, honor you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I, I've got a whole page of notes. Like I said, and I know everyone at real success nation, all the listeners, you know, just want to give you a big shout out. If they, uh, if they want to contact you, find you on Facebook. Is that the easiest way? You can Google my name and find me. I'm out there. Um, you can see me at yvonnearnold.com and, uh, yeah. Email address is easy. Yvonne at yvonnearnold.com. Awesome. Check it out. You know, so guys, uh, again, go back, listen to this. There's so many gems inside of this. Listen to it again and again and again. If you want to find out more about coaching, if you want to find out more about, you know, just sort of what we do and how we can support you, be sure to go to www.tomferry.com. Uh, we'd be more than happy to support you any way that we can. There's great free information on there as well too for you. Um, and here's what I would say too. Um, we outlined today a lot of stuff. Yvonne gave us a lot of great information. She talked about the five pillars of business and that you need to have multiple sources. We'd love to see you at Summit down in San Diego, August the 10th through the 14th. Please come join us where Tom will outline everything that you've got to do in each one of these different sources to be able to just be the dominant agent in your marketplace because you deserve it. You absolutely deserve to be able to, to have all your dreams fulfilled upon. And I tell you again, every single one of you, within the course of three years, could be making a million dollars a year in real estate. I believe in you that much. Everyone at our company does as well, too. I know Yvonne does. So one more shout out to you, Yvonne. Thank you. Love you. Appreciate you. To Thank everyone you, else out there, we'll see you in 30 days. Thanks again. Go wake up, kick ass, repeat for 30 days. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.